0: Today is August 19th, Season 3, Episode 27. Decky Baby
1: Arms, how are we? Dude, we're doing good, Andy Meters. Having an absolute blast this week. We got Angie Ocon, founder, I should say co-founder of Ocon Fitness. Her story is incredible. The empowerment that she steals another woman is also just amazing. And the way she does it, it's no secret she's doing it by being herself. She calls herself R-rated, which I find hilarious. And what you'll find out very quickly on this podcast, phenomenal.
0: Angie, thank you so much for joining the Back Pocket. That was a journey, and I love just being ourselves on the Back Pocket Podcast. What an awesome time.
1: Totally naked. Enjoy.
0: Geocon. welcome to the Back Pocket Podcast. How are you doing today?
2: Good. I'm excited to be here.
1: Are you excited or are you like shocked that it's I in was a house? shocked. Yeah. I'm
2: okay. not going to lie. I was like, okay, where am I? I was going to send my location to a few people just to make sure I was going to a place <laughs> that was legit. But no, when I saw you, I was like, all right, good.
1: Yeah. We're good. We have like, it's grown. We Well, how many episodes is this now? Or how many weeks? It's 26 Oh, Oh, season three? Yes. Yeah. So we've grown in the sense of being really good um, in hospitality, okay. knowing like- this is our house, you know. Like, not a lot of people realize that when I like say, "Hey, come record in the studio with the back pocket right. You know, yeah. I'm peeking out my window, like making sure, like when
0: they start walking by, I always see people on their phone, just like looking left, looking me. right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I listen to a lot of. Have you ever heard of um the Crime Junkie podcast? But, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I don't want to be on that episode, <laughs> but we're good.
1: <laughs>
0: that's awesome. Oh, well,
1: that's awesome. So. I mean, let's start from the beginning with Ocon Fitness and kind of your whole story. I mean, we've been listening to your own podcast. Congratulations. Thanks. You started one. You're like two episodes in. I yeah.
2: Know. I'm not as consistent as you guys. I'm trying. But hey. yeah.
0: We love the mo- we love the message of Boss Tribe. So we'll get into that for sure. But let's start with cool. Ocon Fitness. Yeah. I really yeah. want
1: to unpack like where how you got into fitness right away and I think growing it from there in terms of Ocon and everything else you've done.
2: OK. So I've told this story a lot. Um, it's it's kind of. It was a depressing story to start off. Are you guys in college? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We okay. ju- oh, no way. No, we graduated. We, graduated. we okay. act like we're in college. Yeah. yeah I mean,
2: that's okay. So I was in college when I first decided to get into fitness, and it was because I drank a lot. Like, I partied every single weekend. Where'd you go to school? Mankato. Okay. Have you guys in Mankato? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know what it's like then. You yes. don't- We've never like- So you didn't been- go out?
0: Um, downtown we have, downtown I have driven through Mankato okay so I'm not too familiar so just to give mm-hmm. you a
2: little backstory Mankato is like where you go to just you get fucked up guy can swear right yeah. Or, yeah. okay yeah you get <laughs> fucked up like mm-hmm. you don't I don't I don't know how I survived it but anyways long story short I got fucked up all the time and I gained a lot of weight I hated how I looked and so my initial reason for getting started was because you know vanity so I started getting into shape I actually did MMA. Oh nice. nice! So I did like Muay Thai. I was like, yo, yeah, I'm a big fighter. I'm a badass. Got punched in the eye. And I was like, OK, can't <laughs> do that. So then I competed. I did my first show in 2000 and I believe 12. Um, and so that kind of got me started into fitness. And I just love to challenge myself.
0: Are you still in school at this time? No. <laughs> okay, you've graduated
2: and now yeah, you are competing no, in okay. Yeah, no, I definitely graduated. I'm way. That was years ago. I don't want to tell you how many years, but yeah, it's been a while. Um, so and then I, I kind of just, I graduated. I worked for a few years in marketing, um, and I liked it, but I kind of was like, I can't fucking sit in an office for the rest of my life. And so there was all this stuff happening, and I was gonna get laid off. And my brother's like, let's. You know, my brother with seven businesses. Was like, hey, let's do it. And so I was like, you know what? I have nothing to lose. So we decided, like, I love helping people. I wanted people to feel the way I felt after years of being in fitness. And so that's when I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's just do it. And we started Ocon Fitness. And here we are four years later. Yeah. Thriving.
1: Thriving. Yes, Absolutely. doing really well. I love that. I So in your the first podcast that you recorded, you mentioned that you were sent away when you were 14 years old. Oh,
2: yeah. We're, that's deep. Yep, for sure. I was... Um, so I lived with my mother and my stepfather and I actually started off living in a trailer home on the farm that we lived on. Where's this at? This was in Henderson. It's a really, really small town. So I essentially raised myself since I was 14. Um, and I, I worked at Subway, you know, I was a sandwich artist. Eat fresh. Yeah. Every day, you know, it was really great. Um, and then I worked at a nursing home and I just worked my way kind of through life. I put myself through college. I did all that stuff on myself. So kind of had that hustler mindset from the time I was really young.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't want to fault you for drinking and partying when you're, what is the first two years of college?
2: Oh, let's, yeah, like for sure. All, it was the all whole the time. years of college. <laughs> yeah, all of college. Because when you
1: were <laughs> describing your story, like, or other people were writing about you, like, yeah, Angie was in this dark place of sh- going out every single weekend in college. I was like, dark place. I was That's me. I was literally drinking every single weekend yep. and partying. Yep. And, like, yeah, I got my schoolwork done. And, yeah, I worked out and played football and did all these other things. But I was like, man, I did, I, if I didn't drink, I'd probably be in a totally different place. But, you know, well, so it's crazy. My
2: drinking started. Way before that Like I okay. did I did more stuff That I probably didn't talk about On my podcast No that's like fine I, And I don't care To talk about it. I tell everyone knows the story I actually did a podcast With somebody else And we kind of went really deep And he was like So what did you do I did like If you could think of the drug I probably did it Minus nice. heroin So and I'm I honestly I have to say Like I'm so It sounds crazy I'm really grateful For all the shit I went through I'm glad I did all those drugs I'm glad all the bullshit happened to me because I would not be as tough as I am today had I not gone through all that shit. Right. And if I had started doing, you know, drinking and drugs in college, I'm not sure if I would have stopped. So.
0: And that was one of the coolest messages that, that you did talk about on Boss Drive was how, like, just honest you were with yourself of all that stuff that you went through and how much you own it and how much you're like, all right, that happened, and now I'm able to be myself and I'm, I'm able to appreciate all that because I'm who I am today. When did that start to flip? Was that when you got into MMA, when you were looking into uh, competing with bodybuilding? It was
2: when I, when I, it was like a a switch went off. I was, I think I was like 23 and I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm just so sick of, I was a victim. Like I made myself a victim a lot. I mean, I did, there was a lot of times where I was like, no, I have to do this. No one else is going to take care of me. I have to do it myself. But there was a point where I was like, okay, I have to change this. I have to change how I'm living my life or this. I'm just always going to be a victim of my life so mm-hmm.
1: you're just like it was very ultimatum like yeah because I, I mean that's a great way to just freaking make the change right away how would you stay consistent how did you not go back into just like oh, that was? Uh, i loved how i felt okay
2: like that that's why i'm so when i have people who sign up with me i'm like just keep doing it like everything is going to change like yeah you're going to look good but your mindset is going to change how you mm. feel is going to change your energy is going to change and you're going to start changing like you lose friends i mean I don't even remember the people I hung out with when I partied all the time and did drugs. Like you're going to lose all those people, but it's for the better because once you're putting out that energy of like, you know, happiness and just better, better life for yourself, people that you want in your life will be attracted to you. Mm -hmm. And then your whole tribe changes.
0: Mm, Love that. Yeah. So in 2012, when you first got into bodybuilding, what was the signs of like learning in that industry? Because I'm guessing you kind of went in blind and you just went, um... I'll just try to figure this out. Mm -hmm. How did you go about that process?
2: Um, I just, honestly, I starved myself to do my first show. I talk about it because I didn't know any better. I was like, okay, I have to look like these girls. I did as much research as I could. Bodybuilding was not cool back then. Like now, you guys have Instagram. I swear to God, everyone, your mom, your grandma, everyone competes. Back then, there was nothing out there. So I just kind of went into it. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. If I like it, I'll keep doing it. If I don't like it. I can always fall back into Muay Thai mm. and I'll figure out how to get hit. But it was just like a scary thing. But I was like, I just want to do it. And if I love it, I love it. If not, whatever. Did it. Loved it. So, Damn.
1: yeah. That's wild. I think uh, you, you did mention moms and grandmas are doing bodybuilding. Have you found any? What do you mean? Like grandmas. Have you oh seen my God, grandma's yeah. bodybuilding? Like I've doing seen other women- grandma bodybuilding shows.
2: Not not shows. Okay. Not not just. I thought grandma. I'm trying to watch i no, But there's no but they, no no, but you have no idea. Like the masters division, there are women in their like well into their forties, fifties, sixties. I mean Tet's not that much older than me in their forties. I'm aging myself. But anyways, there are women who are really old con- on most people's standards yeah. and they look better than I probably did when I was in my twenties. Yeah. They look amazing. So I mean it's a thing. It's cool that there's so many people into it now, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's for sure grandmas that
1: compete. Yeah. Do you think, um, and I have no idea, but like the health and wellness, just holistically around bodybuilding, is it a little unhealthy to like starve yourself and Fuck do yeah. you kind of go go Hell through yeah. that whole rigmarole?
2: My biggest thing for people, so I actually used to help coach people do shows, and I still do, but I will drill it into people's heads like this is an extreme still, and just because you look healthy. You're not like you can't make as a woman. You cannot maintain that lean. And that's why when girls like I want to look like this forever and they and they maintain it. That's when they have issues with their hormones. That's when they eventually rebound. And then you see them, you know, six months after the show. And it's like, whoa, you gained a lot of body fat. And it's because they don't no one tells them like, hey, this is still not healthy. This isn't your best life. Like I was my programs are more geared towards like balanced life, loving how you look but not the extreme of it. The same way I don't believe in the extreme of, you know, the self-love movement, which we don't have to get into. But the women who are like, I love myself, and then they're like really, really, really overweight. And to me, that's not self-love. That's Mm. not healthy. And self-love means being healthy. Mm. So you could almost argue that what I do when I compete isn't healthy and I don't love myself, but I like the challenge, so.
1: Yeah, there is kind of that fine line between, like, self-love and being disciplined and then self-love and just not giving a shit. Mm -hmm. Like, is there, I mean... Is there a space for like those I that that self-love where it's not necessarily very disciplined where people are just doing whatever the hell they want and kind of just accepting it more than changing it?
2: So I don't and I don't hate like I hate this topic because I know there's a lot of people who right, yeah. would be mad to hear me say like I have a, actually she's perfect my client she's a plus size model she's gorgeous but i think she's practicing self-love because even though she's considered a plus-size model which i think is beautiful she's still doing things that are healthy right i think women who are like pizza every day and this is my big life it's like okay you're giving a really bad example for young women to say like oh you know i'm overweight but i don't care because i love myself but that's not self-love self-love mm. is still doing stuff that is healthy and good for you and good for your overall long-term life because you know uh, you're going to have diabetes when you're young. You're going to have all these health issues that when you're in your 20s, you're not thinking about, but then you're 40, 50 years old. You're like, fuck, I have to literally inject insulin into my body every day. Like all these issues that you're like, oh, well, you love yourself, so who cares, right?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. It gets ugly.
0: It does. When did you find yourself in a position um, where you're like, I can make this difference. I can be a part of this empowerment movement and speak to younger generation uh, women. Uh, When did that start coming into your life?
2: So I... I'm so like iffy about Instagram because I feel it's great. It's amazing. It's connected people, but I don't feel like Instagram makes, it does make people famous nowadays, but like it, I have to be honest, Instagram has been my platform. Once I started to grow on Instagram, I was like, man, I could really give people my, my mindset and help them. Sorry, about Yeah. That. I'm, I thought that was my phone. I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> they're going to kick me off the show. Um, but it was when I started seeing that my platform was growing and what I was saying was helping and impacting mm. women. Um, and then that's when I started to be like, okay, I want to use this. Not not really Instagram anymore. I kind of want to, and it helps me though. It is my platform. It is a place where I can talk to people. But I want to venture out and eventually be able to speak to women and have mm. my own um, events and just like speak life into mostly women. I, I do like to talk to men too, but I feel like there's really a place and a need for a woman women to speak to other women and tell them you know you can do this and self-love is important and taking care of yourself matters and you can do whatever you set your mind to right. so but yeah so instagram was okay. mostly once i started grow which was years ago that's when i was like hey i i'm good at this people like to hear what I people are say. vibing yeah <laughs> people like what i say so. i
1: vibe i vibe with your profile oh, cool. i you're the, you're confidently in my role decks of people i follow or you're the only one that I actually listen to what you say when oh, you're shit. when you're actually like recording on your yeah. Instagram stories because like 90% <laughs> of the time they're just so goddamn funny. Like,
2: yeah, Thank they're you. hilarious. I, appreciate it. I
1: love them, and it's not because it's just funny, but also it's you have a lot of value to give. Most people will you know throw out something tag like that. You know, it's like an obvious like oh yeah, tag us, and it's like yeah. a paid type thing. I'm yeah, just like, whatever. Yeah. I don't really care what they have to say. But hey, I'm always tuned in. It's it's great content. Thanks. So keep I'm happy it up. to hear
2: that. Awesome.
1: Do you think it's um exhausting a little bit to always kind of be on your phone, like trying to communicate these messages of like empowerment and always just being on it? Like, I mean you're a high energy person, as am I, but man, putting myself in your shoes to put out twenty Instagram stories a day and this, that and the other so coaching people. Like what do you how do you feel about that?
2: It it does get hard sometimes, but I really like doing instagram stories so i can't say that that's a struggle (laughs) for me but but balancing is hard because it's like okay angie you can't just be like hey everybody all the time all day long on my on my instagram i have to like fucking work like i have clients and stuff so it does get exhausting i would say more so balancing like okay i have to do this at least three hours of this and then i can play on my phone i don't mean to say play on my phone but i actually really do love the instagram stories but i do feel pressure sometimes to like Constantly be posting maybe on my page, yeah. like to because I don't know if I'm not doing shit. I'm like, oh, do people really give a fuck what I'm doing today? You know what I mean? Right. Like, here's me in my kitchen making food. So it's a little bit of a struggle to find the content I think to share with people. But like, on my stories, I kind of think I have a lot of stuff to talk about. So. You got some clout, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you yeah
1: got some clout. For sure. I, and I also <laughs> want to touch on like, you're, I mean. The entire idea of just, like, always posting on Instagram stories or even, like, photos and everything, like, putting ourselves out there on this podcast. So it's all vulnerable in in every sense. Um, But even you in particular, I mean, you're posting, like, some serious, like, nude photos or just bikini shots all Mm -hmm. the time. Like, you're not going to see me in a banana hammock very often. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not because I don't look great. It's just because I'm like, God, Dak, I don't know if anybody wants to see this. So, like, where did you find, like, the confidence and, like, the value, the empowerment in doing that and seeing kind of the impact? How was that? How did that all kind of come together? How do you feel about it?
2: So, well, mine kind of started off when I barely showed my body because I was afraid of, like, my dad because he told me. He told me to take my last name off years ago. I was like, take that name off of your phone or your profile. Because he didn't want my pictures up, you know, really? my bikini pictures. And so he changed. That's way in the history. He doesn't care anymore. He loves it. But I really was hesitant about sharing certain photos because I was like, I don't want people to judge me. And then people judge me anyways. People are going to talk shit about me anyways. And where I really started to be like, fuck it. I'm going to show my body was when people would be like, you're a man. You look like a man. Ick. That's it. That was a what? thing a lot more, a lot back then. I don't see it as much now, but people were nasty on Instagram. Like, look at your fucking body. You're disgusting. My husband has less muscle than you. And I'd be like, well, that's a problem for your husband. But regardless, <laughs> like, I just was like, I'm no matter what, I'm going to get picked apart. No matter what, people are going to talk shit about my body. And so I'm just like, fuck it. I love my body. Whether you like a girl with muscle, a girl with more whatever, I just felt like me being confident in who I was, would help other women be like, you know what? She feels confident in herself, so why the fuck can't I? Mm -hmm. And I do see women that are bigger than me and, like, have more fat and aren't necessarily by the social standard of, like, whatever you want to call it, and they're rocking it, and I'm like, that girl, she's going to be out here rocking her shit. Why the fuck don't I do it? You know what I mean? So I just think it's so important for women to not feel like they have to cover their bodies up because someone said that they're supposed to. I just think it's important for them to feel like confident in their skin, no matter what they look like, big or small, whatever. Be, if you want to be naked, fucking be naked.
1: Yeah, let's do one naked, Andy. I you think should. it's our time, yeah. dude. I think it's time. I think
0: it's fun. I did one in my underwear. Oh well, yeah, it was <laughs> what it was. It was the Josh Parks episode. I accidentally deleted all the video footage, but and I totally blew it. Yeah. So it was I was like, all right, I need to, I need a, uh cover this up and I need to go, go, and up, go above <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah, uncover and go above and beyond so Decky <laughs> brought out the camera and we went outside in the snowbank awesome. and I just was in uh, his ghost fit sweatshirt in my underwear and uh,
1: you know just rocking the empowerment I guess of me, me undies there yeah. you go <laughs> it was wild but I do think our, one of our most downloaded podcasts when we did a a, podca- a roommate podcast with our shirts off debating results versus process. So I think we might have to come back to that. You know, kind of do it tribute. naked, you guys. Just yeah. do it naked. Like imagine just like two feeble naked bodies in these floral, floral chairs, yeah, like yep. that. I would
2: tune in. I totally would. <laughs> I would watch it. That's
1: good content. Right. Yeah, It's potential good content. Yeah. 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 So when you started, I want to know because you uh, Ocon is was or is primarily online mm-hmm. uh, coaching. What is it like to physically coach, like, individuals online with never actually meeting them? And then even developing, like, Ooh. programs. What were you Real
0: say? quick, before we get into that, yeah, I want yeah. ste- to take, uh, take a step back into the start of Ocon. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. with you Good and your point. brother, Daniel, uh, you guys came up with that idea, and you were like, I'm in, let's do this. What were those first steps like? Um, did you know you wanted to go online right away, or what was kind of, like, the creation process?
2: So, Daniel... We'll just give him all the credit here because he's a businessman and he was like, hey, you have all these people and they're all asking you how they can work with you. And he's like, and we can reach all these people online. It's growing. And this was like, and I hate, I'm not trying to make myself sound like I, you know, was from the very beginning, but this was before Instagram was, you know, there wasn't really influencers. I feel like that's a newer name or word or whatever. But back then he was like, hey, we got to get on this. Um, Let's get started with all this online stuff. And it was scary for me because I was like, how the fuck do we monetize this? Like, I, for me, it was like, I don't get it. Good luck. So I'll give you six months to make this a thing because I was like terrified. I was like, I had a career and I was like making good money finally. And here I just quit my job. So it was it was his kind of like idea and figuring out like he did the business plan. He figured all this stuff out. We did a lot of trial and error, a lot. Mm-hmm. But once we figured out how it worked and how people did well, like we've grown a lot even in the past year. We have an app and all that stuff now. But it was it was a lot of him kind of being like, "Here's what we're gonna try to do. Here's all the webinars and things I've watched. Angie, watch this. I never watched." It. <laughs> <laughs> I never do it. And so that's why my brother, if it wasn't for him, Ocon probably wouldn't be a thing today because he was the one who's like, hey, he was a driving force. Like, we got to do this. You've got to read this, watch this, do this, um, understand this. And uh he did a lot of stuff. So mm. he's really the credit for Ocon being as successful as it is. And that's why he's so good at all, at all the other businesses he runs. So
0: shout out, Daniel. Yeah. Way to crush it. Way to keep it going. That's decky for the back pocket. Early on, I was just like, dude, what are we doing? Why are do we right. keep doing this? So and you were me and I was, he's Daniel. Exactly. So it was, it's awesome to have someone in your corner like yeah. that that can keep pushing you forward and yeah. be like, all right, keep trying. We'll see how it goes. Give me another two weeks. Give me yep. another two months. So I know
1: that feeling. And it's awesome to have a person like that in your corner. It off, yeah. Mm-hmm. The off. Uh, when was that kind of moment, though, when it, when it clicked? Like Daniel set, sent you something or set you up. You guys created a plan of attack and it like it worked.
2: I think it was when we started getting a lot of people that would sign up and they keep coming back and keep coming mm-hmm. back. So it was, it was probably closer to about our first year when I was like, oh shit, we're actually doing it and people are loving it and, and it's something that's working. And like it's anyone honestly anyone I feel like can make a meal plan and a workout plan like you can have all of the education that you need but to have a system and a program that actually works that people love that's what I think is hard and to get people to fucking follow it Mm -hmm. because nobody follows it and like that's what I was like in the beginning I was like no one's listening like they're not doing it and so we figured out a way to make people be like hey I want to do this and I want to keep doing this and hey you know what I love this now I want to change it as my whole life like I want this to be my lifestyle.
0: So. And that's even harder when it's online. Mm-hmm. So you're going about it in a way like you don't get to see the one on one results of like, all right, they're making a difference. They might not feel it, but I can see it. So I'm going to continue to guide them. No, you're all over. They're buying it online and you're just guessing saying, I hope they have seen results and they're going to want to come back. So I that's, see their results. Oh, you get to see oh, the results. Oh, I see everything. Okay.
2: So we FaceTime them first. Uh, we started, sometimes we do, but I want to meet people now because I've. that's another thing I've learned. There's such a disconnect online. Mm. And there's so many, have you guys heard of, there was a scam recently where this chick scammed people out of thousands of dollars. Do you know what I'm talking about on Instagram?
1: No, I would love to hear about I don't about remember
2: this. her name. You guys will have to look her up, but she like literally scammed so many people and it was on the news, too. So I'm super surprised you guys didn't hear about it. But well, anyways, you know what? I mean, yeah, I mean, we're
1: a news
0: platform. I'm a hashtag Twitter. Y- trending. Okay. yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> but she scammed people. And so I just don't like and there's such a negative, I think, uh, like a what's the word I'm looking for? Vibe? Like, yeah. On online programs, people are afraid. Like, I don't want to yeah. give this girl all this hmm. money. Like, what if she's going to scam me or what if it's not what I want? So we started doing it where they do. We do calls a couple of times um, in their program. And they can meet me in person if they're here. Otherwise, we do FaceTime live if they want to or we do Skype or whatever they have. Or we just do a phone call. Um, But they check in with me weekly. So I see their photos every week. Um, We have like in our app. They are all in there. Um, So we're always posting stuff. So it's not like I just kind of have to blindly know that they're having progress. I track everything they're doing. So I know Mm. when they're seeing results. But I also know when they're not seeing results and I usually know why because they're not following the plan. Mm. So I figured out we figured out a system that works really well, where I am able to communicate with them a lot. Um, and I also can see their progress. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Mm. How many, uh, clients are you working with at a time?
2: Um, me personally, we have grown. We had to add coaches because I was like, I'll just take everybody and I can do this. And we got to a certain number and I was like, I can't, this is too many people to manage. So we have coaches. I have Cora. She was a uh, previous client and Sydney, um, and Sydney's actually a trainer as well. She's got all of her certifications and stuff like that. Um, and we've added more people on and it's kind of like a, they're not necessarily my coaches. They just kind of work underneath me and they bring on their own clients. Mm. But for Ocon, we have about 150 right now.
1: Whoa. Yeah. That's but a serious tribe. And
2: it's nice though, because a lot of them stay. So like it's recurring, not, like yeah, her. it's not like they're just you know, I constantly have new people, which we do. We have a lot of new people. We have A lot of people who are like, hey, I'm good. I can do it on my own. I'm going to leave and do yeah. this by myself. But we have a lot of people who are just like, I'm a lifer. What can I do now? What can our new goal be? So it's a nice Dude. feeling because it's like if they want to stay with me for this long, I'm doing something right yeah. for sure. Oh,
1: so yeah, it's working. Ty, yeah.
3: you found it. Yeah, her name was Brittany Dawn out of yeah. Dallas, if mm-hmm. that was correct. Apparently, she was selling $250 packages, which included uh, workouts, uh, personal Nutrition plans and access to her as a trainer, but people would go weeks at a time without hearing from her. Yep.
2: Wow. Yep.
0: Not cool. Thank Whoa. you, Ty. Yeah, not
2: or cool. there were the people Fire who Festival wouldn't get anything. Fitness. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know, like Steamers. she said, sorry, and she did all her like stuff, you know. I'm sure she feels really bad. But that's why I always worry because I'm like, I don't want people to ever think that I'm scamming them. And if I always tell people, if, communicate. Like if you're not happy with something, tell me because we mm-hmm. will fix it. And that's why I think we've been so successful. We don't really, we care about money because why wouldn't you? You want to get paid. But I care more about people being like, hey, I loved this. And I didn't like something and you fixed it right away. And I feel really good about the money I spent. It was a good investment.
3: From, from your perspective, that Brittany Dawn thing, do you think it was more her not being able to deliver like she thought she was going to be able to deliver and she under, you know, she wasn't able to go up to the expectations she thought she'd be able to achieve to? Or was it her just scamming people and she had no No, no,
2: I don't think she really meant to scam anybody. I think she had a team of people. Um, and I think she also thought that she could provide all the stuff that they told her, like, yeah, we got this, you'll get it. And then when it came down to it, all the people who were signing up, they probably couldn't keep up with it all. And they probably did a really poor job of managing it, and that's why with my team, it's like I'm so happy I have them because honestly, I couldn't keep up with all the people who apply, sign up, and do all that stuff. So yeah, I think it was just miss completely not knowing how much people they were gonna have for sure. I don't think she's a bad person.
0: Okay, yeah. So we don't know her. So we don't know. Exactly. She could be a terrible person, but yeah, we don't want to put that on her. Uh, no. So we'll have her on the podcast, and then maybe <laughs> yeah. I'd love to like, talk to yeah.
1: Brittany Dahmer. Don, dude, Don. Who, Don sorry. I don't, all right, whatever. Yeah. From Dallas, yeah, from Crime Dallas. Time j- chunky. Yeah. <laughs> <I'll>, look, <laughs> I will try her workout out. I'll, Maybe. I'll Do order, it. I'll order you the should. package. I don't care. You'll order it. Yeah, two fifty. Yeah, two fifty. We'll vlog so, it Yeah again Doesn't make it then yeah.
2: right? I'm not sure if she still Sells them though
1: Yeah, she might be out of I don't business. think so yeah, yeah I think they closed right, that right.
2: So good luck But Is there
0: someone um, That has signed up Like in the early stages Of Ocon And still around Like over like The three four oh, years Oh I call
2: them my OGs Okay Um, I still have some OGs But they're They usually come in For a while Then they leave And they come back So I mean It's been almost four years So yeah I, I have my OGs I think there's like Five of them That's pretty cool And I still talk to them Quite often so yeah
1: Nice That's super cool mm-hmm. Yeah What do you, what do you feel about the like having relationships with people that you've never like physically met
2: it's i mean that's all like social media i that's have girlfriends all the, yeah, right? that i i love them to death i actually finally met one of them and she's absolutely fucking amazing but it's it's interesting because there have been times i've met people in, in person and i'm like you're not you don't act like that on social media mm-hmm. which is weird but like as far as clients go I mean, I love that we're connected without ever having to actually meet each other. That's the one thing I do love about social media. I think we're obsessed with social media, so I sometimes talk negatively about it. But that aspect of it, I I think it's amazing.
1: Yeah. It is an interesting just like dynamic because we run into it all the time. And not only do we run into where people are seeing our Instagram or whatever, but people are dedicating like hours of their time to listen to me speak. Yeah. So when I see him or something for the first time, it's like, they know way more about me than I know right. about that's, them. It's like, I know, Oh my I know. God, dude. <laughs> or
2: like when someone says your name and you're like, they're like, Oh my God, I'm so-and-so. And you're like, Oh my gosh, so great to meet you. But you don't, I don't know how, like, I don't know them. And I feel bad though. Cause I'm like, God, should I know you? Should I know your name? But mm-hmm. I've gotten really good at being like, yeah, what's up girl. Hey. If I don't say their name <laughs> it's you or guy, I'll usually like be like, what's up girl. What's up man.
1: See, that's like Andrew and I were talking about this last week where um we don't introduce ourselves enough on the podcast. Like, I feel like when people listen for the first time, like coming in for this Angie podcast, like they probably have no idea that like I'm Declan and that's Andrew and Ty's over there. Yeah. They just know Angie's Angie's here for the for a good time. It's mm-hmm. it's wild to like think of in that in that perspective, at least like I would have never thought about that. Yeah. But it's the first thing that people want to know when you meet someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah it's wild and I, so everyone this is andrew and uh hey ty <laughs>
0: would you like to speak in the mic hey, i'm tyler you're tyler okay hopefully we get that cleared but it's always a dangerous game with the. You just with never the, know with behind the mics uh that's why we do the video uh <laughs> and we put out
1: instagram we No, love i'm really glad video. you
2: guys did the video because mm-hmm. i would have no idea what you guys looked like if i didn't yeah. watch most of your videos like i didn't watch them all
1: but we I have a lot of content yeah. i mean we're not yeah. we don't expect you to digest them all you know yeah
2: but i definitely watch them too, okay
1: so. Have you had any, like, anything that, like, stuck out to you? Like, oh, that was, like. I like these guys I like I, there was credibility well, in your you mind
2: well you saw what I posted I was like shit I don't, they seem really quick so I didn't want you guys to taste me and be like uh, I don't mm-hmm. know what to say you guys just I really enjoyed watching you because you guys have really good banter too so I was like mm-hmm. okay I think this will be good mm-hmm.
0: yeah we try that's how yeah. we have fun with the banter I'm curious outside of Ocon mm-hmm. what do you what do you love doing what is like something that's that what's something that like, <laughs> like you just when that when that time is done with working out with a client you're like alright fine I get to do this
2: okay so that quite i mean, i don't really hate that question but that's the question you're like oh shit what do i do um i do i am very active i do like i love my family a lot i don't post them that much on my social media because i do like to have some parts of my life be a little bit private but like i like to be active i like to i have a dog i have a rottweiler he's Whoa. a badass We're he's bad. not he's a baby he's a bear people are afraid of him but we do what's we- his name russell mm-hmm. russell yes. people are like well that's a weird name for a dog but I don't care. It fits him it does fit him. He's amazing. And those
1: are the peop- dog owners that have their dog name as sport. Right. Yeah. Or buddy. Right, yeah. And not and I'm not gonna I'll I'm chill. not gonna say that Dude, those my dog's n- name's Buddy, so I know <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's like <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> yeah, right. And all <laughs> of the buddy and Airbud and sport they're owners- basic. Just, They're yeah. just they uns- they just unsubscribe and I'm i yeah. s- I'm sorry. You know, it's <laughs> not what you do there. Yeah. Whoops. No, but Russell's
2: amazing. And okay. so I, in my free time. I, I do a lot of stuff with him because he's, he's like a hundred, there is sometimes in my competition when I get really small that we weigh the same. Wow. He's 125 he's, pounds. He's strong. Oh. He's, he's very strong. Mm-hmm. So people will like, your dog pulls you around. He doesn't pull me. He's a really well-behaved dog, but that's what I do with my free time. Usually him, I hang out with my family. Um, he likes to hike and, you know, smell things and pee every five seconds. So we don't walk a lot, but we, we do stuff, but, and I travel, I love to travel. Mm. Like, if I could go up to Duluth every weekend and just, like, go walk and hike and be with nature, which you guys look at me, are probably like, she's not not a nature girl.
0: It shocked me a little bit that it was Duluth. I was thinking you were going to say traveling, like, you said San Diego earlier. Oh, yeah, I love San Diego, too. Okay.
2: I just like to be. Like, I like mm-hmm. to go. I like to do things. I like to, like, I do like to be on my phone and post pictures, like, hey, guys, look at what, the cool shit I'm doing. But I also, <laughs> I also like to put my phone down and just, like you know yeah. be in the moment and experience where i am so yeah yeah
1: that is something that's tough in this day and age right is when you are doing something cool or see something cool like you're get your phone, a, yeah, get your phone right away to take and everyone has to know i did this or right. i didn't really do it All right phone eats first yeah i is there's got to be a balance there somewhere though like has, have you found rewarding times or maybe like um times that you will purposely commit to just like Putting your phone away and just enjoying whatever's right in front of you
2: yep so my thing is if you ever have dinner with me i will put my phone down face down and i really actually started putting on the floor or trying to because i still think that's kind of rude because you're still like i my phone is there Mm -hmm. um and then also like with my family i try really hard to not be on it and vacation we have a new rule me and my sister went to hawaii And so now the rule started after that because we were like, I was like, can you take my picture? Can you take my picture? So now we dedicated. I know it's so annoying. And I feel bad, though, asking. But that's like the demand of social media. Like, take pictures, take pictures. So we dedicate one day to, like, taking those photos. And then as we're on our trip, we'll just, if we see something cool, we'll take a picture. But it's not, like, what it normally is where it's, like, take a picture of every fucking thing I'm doing. So And I know it's (laughs) annoying because I hear myself. I'm like, yeah, I know, another picture. Or I'll look at them, like, hate them all again. So we do a photo shoot Again. forever. So, yeah, I do. I've started being like, okay, there are going to be times where we're going to take pictures and whoever's with me, please just accept it. And then when we're done, we're done. And I promise you, unless it's something epic, I won't ask you to take a picture.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're not going to not take pictures in Hawaii. Right. I mean, that's exactly. like a very Anna. expensive flight over there. So you got to just maximize everything when you're yep. there. So no one blames you for that. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
2: Puerto Rico, same thing happened. Too, exactly.
0: You got to take pictures when you're on right. the island. I mean, yeah. that's just that's the go to. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh Wait, hold on, Ty, what was that uh, thing we were talking about a couple backhand shows ago where, where you take the pictures of the, the disposable cameras? Uh, oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, I thought it was a good idea and maybe you can start adopting this but my friend's birthday party, I got a, dis- like, a disposable camera and I'm like I'm not going to take any pictures with my phone because like, when a bunch of college kids get together, it's like Snapchats everywhere yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, it'd be cool to have some disposable cameras there and people would be like t- tossing them around and taking pictures but you can't look at them again and you like once they're done, they're done. Mm-hmm. Um, except disposable cameras are really expensive and it's really hard to get them developed these days but it might be cool if like you're on vacation maybe yeah, not for the Instagram just, pictures but when you're walking around and seeing
1: volcanoes yeah. and stuff you're like oh you
2: pictures know, for my life Picture to yeah. so like can, yeah. you know, look at Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: Absolutely. was gonna say like if you're a good idea if like I was hired to take photos of people I would just bring the disposable camera and be like look this is what we got we got 12 <laughs> photos <laughs> and you can't see them and you can't see them are you ready yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> we could you, you gotta, do it could you do it could I do could it could you pull that off yeah, you oh, have twelve. Sure. You have twelve opportunities yeah. in Hawaii.
2: You think that I don't know my angles by now? Yeah, oh, for sure. Shit. I got it. Oh yeah, I'm very confident in that.
3: For Love sure. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. And mm-hmm. that's like the aesthetic too. So
2: yeah.
3: All right. How's the
0: aesthetic of this room? Do you feel like we're doing a good job? Yeah, we you getting your yeah. good angles.
2: Okay. I mean, I feel like yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Do I, I look good? I,
0: I've noticed yes. a trend where we've had uh, girls on the podcast. They wear black every they, time. Every time.
2: Oh, I got I changed a lot before I came today. Really? <laughs> I was like, "What do I wear?" I was see me on video. I so this shirt is actually my Ocon shirt, okay. which mm, is why I wore it. goals versus cravings because mm-hmm. that was like my it's still my thing. That's my saying because I always think that people if you have goals, the food that you're gonna eat is just craving. Um, and the leggings are my first form, so I was like, mm, I could rep my brand that I work oh, yeah. for too. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wore it. Okay. But uh, girls, I mean, girls like black. We like to wear black. Yeah. It matches with everything.
1: Yeah, I didn't know if our, our uh, if our couch was putting off that Andrew, that's it. What was it? Black matches with everything. Look how many colors are surrounding Angie right now. Gotcha. Yeah. We yeah. got the color, every color on that map, every color on the on the nice back pocket canvas mm-hmm. painting. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: It should be the uniform you tell people to wear so that we just.
1: We
0: all wear black together. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Or
2: naked. Or naked. or naked so your yeah. and then
1: Those are your options yeah dude dealer's, <laughs> choice. Dealer's, dealer's choice, choice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 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 oh. can you imagine like at, like prepping in our calendar invite we also include like uniform black or naked what do yeah. you think and I don't then, know and then you... they
0: choose naked and we all just sit here and we're right. like all right it's time fuck yeah. <laughs> oh it.
1: my god <laughs> Oh, we, can, we can make it happen, though. Whew. We could definitely make it You get that. a lot of followers. Yeah. I think a lot
2: of people would tune in to do you that think so? for sure. Yeah. How many nude podcasts do you hear about? Not are there many. any? Oh, I'm sure no. there are. There probably are, yeah. but I've yeah. never heard of them.
0: People watch Naked and Afraid. Mine is yeah. Naked in a Podcast.
2: And maybe a little afraid, too. Yeah, a little
0: afraid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Naked and Terrified is what my podcast would be called. <laughs> God damn it. I would be so goddamn terrified. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that, dude. I really, it would depend on who your guest here. is, though
2: too, right?
1: True. Yeah. Mm. How do you just ask someone to be naked, though? Like, hey, you want to do a podcast naked? Like, that's the one requirement besides speaking English? Like... We'd lose a
0: lot of people, I think.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, know... I you don't know. know. We, but we gain a lot. I would have laughed.
2: I would have yeah. probably... If you guys said, it, I'd probably think you were joking. You'd be like, yeah, I'm for sure going to do it, though. Yeah, especially for the sure.
3: way Dex sits on these podcasts. <laughs> it would be an unflattering <laughs> angle.
1: <laughs> 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 it would teach me not to manspread so fast. <laughs> so fast. So, back to your shirt, though. I wanted to... Yeah. So, cravings do you are there anything anything out there that you like crave even though you know it's like shitty like for me i'd i'll go mess up a five guys burger like you know once a week
2: no not like not just so to, like I'm keep a myself saying oh okay i'm a sugar person mm-hmm. so i'm a super lame though people always ask like what's your go-to thing i like quest cookies and they're healthy and i know that's lame i like honey peanut mm-hmm. butter and oatmeal Mixed together, and, uh, isn't that lame?
0: Popcorn, chat uh, what was the uh, white cheddar? Oh Herner- yeah, corn? that's for my healthy food. But okay. if
2: I'm not eating healthy, I don't give a shit about that stuff. Gotcha. So, but yeah, I don't. I'm 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 super lame. I do like candy, so I'll eat. A, like if if we were to sit down and have like a eating contest to see who could eat the most, I would out eat probably all three of you. Mm. And I feel like that's a challenge. And I'm ex- if you guys want to accept it, we'll totally do it sometime. We'll do it, yeah. Because I will win. And you guys will be either – you'll be really maybe disgusted by how much food I can eat or you'll be like, that's awesome. Damn. Yeah. We,
0: we all need to do an Ocon workout. Yep, and, and then, we'll stuff, and then we'll stuff ourselves. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Binge. Mm-hmm. Do, Super do healthy. Of, <laughs> yeah. No, that's
1: exactly how you do it, dude. That's yeah. how you draw it up. Yeah. Do any of us have like food sponsors that we can get behind or anything? Uh, Dots pretzels. Dots pretzels. Yeah. Um, uh, Black sheep peat. Devonies. Devonies. Oh, we don't want to – Spoil when we wanna, it. When we'll spoil, We're yeah. working on Divani's. We're working on Divani's. Yep. Maybe, mm, maybe Black Sheep. Maybe Black Sheep. Use that. Uh, competitors. Competitors, yeah. We'll That's see. tough to announce them both as not even potential sponsors and oh, yeah. then in the same sentence. Hit them against each other? Yeah. yeah. Any sponsors on your end that we could- uh, Food sponsors? Yeah. Do we have any food sponsors?
2: So I don't. No. I don't oh. have any food sponsors. I did. I, had, uh, I worked with Power Plate Meals for a while, um, but it's hard sometimes to do healthy- sponsors because i'm not always healthy mm. so i'll mm. go through like my phases where i'm like prep 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 and then when i'm not then i'm not really promoting them as much as i should but no i don't have any food sponsors okay do you we're like, working on some actually though do you
0: like those uh meal prep like uh delivery things that just like they send you like your Blue meals for month? Type yeah. thing.
1: Do you use oh them?
2: i've never used any of them but my clients love them um i have i struggle with food prep stuff unless i'm like really working on my goals and i need someone to make my food I think it's wasteful because I had a roommate and she would get her food sent and boxes would just pile up and I'd be like, are you going to eat this food? And she was getting it for free. So she's like, "Mm, I don't, I'm not really feeling like eating that. I got pizza or whatever. So I believe in them. I think they're great. I would use them right now. But I think that sometimes unless uh, blue apron is, is like healthy choices, but like meal prep, meal prep, where they like make your chicken and your rice. I think it's easy to go bad if you're not like really on it. Yeah.
0: Mm No, I agree. And it gets repetitive. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't... You're using all the popcorn uh, powder. Yeah, yeah, wait, I didn't right see this Instagram I story. Use, what is I, this?
2: So I use white cheddar kernel. I feel like my arm was just jiggling. Um, I use this white, and you can see that on the camera, right? Yeah, that's good. Um, Slow yeah, mo. I'll just that's keep good. it flexed. <laughs> um, but the white cheddar seasoning, it's like kernel seasoning. It's actually for popcorn, but it tastes amazing on vegetables and meat. Oh. Um, seriously, it will change your life if you're healthy. Mm-hmm. It's good for unhealthy, too, but... Yeah. like it makes my food taste amazing there's a bunch of seasonings that you can try that are pretty bomb for food no so.
1: way i'm all about that do it mm. it's
2: at like target cup foods everywhere yeah
1: i saw your sweet potato plug too that yep. was good target yeah mm.
2: but see i i tell people these things not because i'm getting paid it's because i legitimately do that i know that's so what I'm saying. like that's why i don't think a lot of people want to sponsor me because if i'm not using your shit i'm not going to talk about you so yeah
0: sure that's interesting right? what's the sponsor you love talking about the most let's plug them real quick
2: um, well Colonel Season should sponsor me yeah well, uh, get Sparkling them Ice did send me a lot of stuff who you guys ever had that shit oh, before oh no, real? oh my god Damn. try it it's amazing I drink it all day every day is it Probably like a LaCroix let's not talk about LaCroix are you serious Whoa. do you guys drink LaCroix I pound um, LaCroix it didn't, we me and my sister talk shit about LaCroix yo back what's going she on she loves LaCroix I like Sparkling Ice I don't like it you guys drink something that tastes like the idea of a piece of fruit Seriously, yeah. does it not? It's like
0: a hint, to hint. I mean, I'm, I'm
2: asking you guys. No, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. But I know a lot of people who like it. I shouldn't bash it. But Sparkling Eyes, try it. It's way better.
0: I'm. I'm I remember it. it's like the taller, uh, yep. skinny bottles. Yep. Your sponsor? Yeah. That's them. Yeah. What?
3: Holy shit! Sparkling Eyes.
2: That's, that's you. Yeah. No, no, they didn't sponsor me. They just—they've sent me a lot of stuff. I yeah. want them to sponsor me. I'm pushing it hard. Okay. Plugging oh, them. So they. But I'll plug my actual sponsor. So I—I'm sponsored by First Form. I actually do use their stuff. That's the only reason why I'm working with them. Because, do you guys know my sponsorship history? No. No. Oh, okay. So I worked with Beast, and that was like my first ever sponsorship with a supplement company. And I was, this was before I like had real strong beliefs in who I stand behind. Mm-hmm. They paid me, so I was like, okay, I use their stuff. And I know that's bullshit, but that was when I was young. Um, and then I started working with Gat, and I did use some of their products, and they're pretty good, and they're, like, really about competitors and supporting their competitors. They're fine. They're still good. Um, I don't really use any of their stuff. But First Form has, like, actual protein. I drink protein, and before I used to drink Diametize, because I didn't like Gat's protein. I actually use uh, First Form stuff. I use their greens every day, too. So, like, I believe now more that I ha- I can be picky and working with companies that I actually, like, use mm. their shit. Because otherwise, yeah. why would I tell people, yeah, use their product if I'm not actually using it? So. Sure. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's one thing Andrew and I, I mean, not saying that we have all the sponsors in the world and that we're going to be picky. But I, it, it does it is kind of weird in the sense of, like, I don't want to change anything about the back pocket. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna get it as, as as if we're sponsor. gonna get paid, uh, yeah, yeah. If a sponsor's gonna come on and pay us bags, you mm-hmm. know, like I want to make sure that this thing can stay yeah. as it is. You know, that or we can still not, do naked podcasts. Yeah, tests, yeah you know? exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was we, uh, there's a company I've been wanting to work with for a long time, and I've been like, why don't they want to work with me? And someone who works me was like, you're kind of rated R.
0: Mm. Oh. and they like pg-13
2: and i was like you know what fuck them i don't care yeah there you go but i still wear their shit so whatever it's okay,
0: which which company is it uh should i say uh, I, mean, I don't that's know. up to you yeah. hey, i don't think i should because there yeah. might
2: be potential that they might still maybe work with me and though. they might want to sponsor us as well right yeah yeah we yeah. love this company yeah whoever you are it's a great <laughs> company but they do gen- <laughs> they actually are a great company so yeah. <laughs> i am a little rated r but yeah. i'm not i can't change
1: that. and that's why we love you yeah so thanks for coming on you yeah yeah that's nuts i why God, sponsors, man. It, they, they just drive me nuts.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. I want to, like, make money with this, but at the same time, like, I don't want to do what they want me to do, so it's like, you yeah.
2: Gotta... Like, at the end of it, plug this. Yeah. Well, and I hate doing that. Oh, nah, nah. <laughs> I post my picture on Instagram with my protein shake. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, okay. I don't do that. This is, this is something that I've been thinking about for a while in terms of, like, actu- like s- this whole sponsorship route and everything. Like, no one likes being sold to. So, why are these brands knowing that no one likes being sold being sold to going not through not
2: all of them are doing that anymore though I know like, but what are they
1: doing what can, how my, can they I could tell
2: you about my guys because they're great like mm-hmm. they want it to be real so like okay. I do drink my protein in my, oat, in my oatmeal I do put in my oatmeal but in my coffee every morning and so I just I'll say I'm drinking it in my in my coffee yeah. instead of being like have my protein shake today and then I'm just taking a video of me drinking it and mm-hmm. I might not actually be using it yeah. they want it to be something where you're actually so like if you guys had pizza on here with with your girl Mini whoever Ninja. yeah yeah. if you had pizza with her you have the pizza that they that you guys would have ordered from Divani's or Black Sheep Oh, which, yeah. uh, oh whichever God. one <laughs> I don't other know one. I'm sorry what other one but it just be part of what you're already doing and mm-hmm. I think a lot of companies are, are realizing that you can't just be like hi guys today I'm holding this Devani's pizza yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and we're gonna eat it later you know like it's gotta be something you're actually like incorporating in yeah. your shit
1: sure organic and real yeah. organic yeah. and real or at least try to make it look organic and real. Yeah. yeah.
0: The way we've always stayed organic and real is maintain as being just ordinary average guys. Yeah. So if we can get a sponsorship that just believes in us being as ordinary and as average as possible, <laughs> then we're in. Then that's our move. I think this whole but everybody podcast likes,
2: is- just- everybody likes the normal people. I'm not saying you guys are normal. I'm not saying it. You are saying it. But people normal. relate to people who are- more like them. Like mm-hmm. I would rather. I if you guys were maybe a little bit different. I don't know if I would have came on here if you guys mm. maybe gave like a different vibe of like we're really cool and we're really we're better than everybody else. Exactly. But you didn't. Yeah, I felt more comfortable coming here. And I hope this isn't coming off the wrong because no, it's no, not no. supposed to be. You're crushing. I okay. Cool. Good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I just think that people are more relatable or they want to be around people who they feel like. Yeah, I could hang out with these people for sure. Sweet. And you, yeah,
1: you had that vibe.
2: Now for sure. Oh, yeah. At sweet. first, okay. I, like I yeah. told you, I walked to the house. So I was like, oh, where am I going? <laughs> You're
1: like, this, Might is not, be- this is not what they, they, they no. said it was. Yeah. What the hell? They didn't really tell me what it was, was either, though. <laughs> so
2: I didn't really know what to expect to begin with. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, oh, man,
0: that's priceless. But we did tell you a few questions. We gave you a couple lean in. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah okay. And the first one was an average quality question.
2: Which I took some time to figure out what the fuck that meant.
0: Yep. It's something you do well at times. Yep. And other times, not so well. At the end of the day, it's your average quality. So, Angie, what is your average quality?
2: So... <sighs> I was on time today, huh? You crushed. Oh, yeah. So I'm usually always late. And so that would be what I would say, right? You did it
0: well at times, and sometimes you don't do it well. Yeah, Yeah.
2: and it's something that I think is disrespectful Mm. to be late. And here I am, late all the fucking time. So I work on now making sure I give myself plenty of time to do whatever I'm doing. And I think time management is huge for being a leader, which I also think... That might be, is that something I could be as an average quality as being a leader, a good leader? Sure. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something that I really want to be better at because being a leader is fucking hard, but it takes a lot of time to learn and fail and be bad at it to be a really good leader. Mm -hmm. So time management plays into that because to be a good leader, you should show the fuck up and you should be early, right? Yes. Okay. So those are my things that I think I definitely need to work on and they're my average qualities.
0: When you said uh, being late, you mentioned that on your Instagram story and you're like, I'm late to everything. So exp- don't like if I'm late, I'm sorry. I think you said something, something along those lines. And then I saw like 10 minutes later, you were in the car on the way over. I was like, oh, she's she's prepping for bad traffic. It was like, <laughs> f- I was like 520. I was like, oh, she's definitely gonna be on time. She's crushing it. So good yeah, work. And yeah.
2: I, that's literally, I actually watched somebody else's podcast or listened. So I didn't really watch it. They're talking about how it's, almost telling somebody that you don't respect them when you're late Mm -hmm. and like I don't I hate when people are late when I'm waiting for you and it's like you're five minutes late and I'm like, I'm fucking twenty minutes late sometimes. And here I'm getting mad at somebody but and I'm thinking, God, they don't respect my time. So it's something where I'm just like, I don't want people to ever be like, Yeah, she didn't respect me, she showed up late. Mm. So I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. I try really hard, you guys. I really, really did today and yeah. I was early. We can say you're so, up you're going you're heading up into the yeah. right. Yes. Up awesome. to the
0: right. There we go. <laughs> Simple <laughs> yes. improvement. And the leadership stuff is awesome too yeah. because well, that's one of the our favorite answers with the average quality It's something that you care about a lot and you realize you're not where you want to be and you want to be a great leader, but you know, you're not there. We want to be great podcasters. We know we're not there. So every single day we're trying to get a little bit better. So that answer is phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I think it's cool to, you know, like Andrew said, like identify yourself as a leader, like of women empowerment, like you, you put yourself on that pedestal because you want to help others mm-hmm. at the same time you're willing to like bring yourself down to the level of like, Hey, I'm in the, in the weeds with you guys trying to figure out my life as well in terms of being a leader and all that stuff. And I think it goes right back to that relatability thing. Like you're so effective in what you're doing because you're just rated R Angie. Like you just love yourself (laughs) and you love exactly like who you are and you're not gonna, you don't sacrifice what makes you happiest for anything. And people love that and get behind it. And that might just be like, that's coaching right there, man. Just like being able to follow and, Go to war with someone like that. Mm-hmm. It's freaking yeah. awesome. Good stuff. Well what, said. Doug. What did you? Uh, yeah,
2: that made me feel really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Ding.
1: <laughs> what did? You, what did uh Google tell you when you said what is average quality?
2: There was not. All right.
1: Anything, there's some so. SEO opportunity there, boys. Yeah, you guys. Mm-hmm. There's some SEO opportunity. Something
2: unique to your podcast for sure. Because I was like, what the fuck does this mean? Yeah. So yeah. But it's a good, Uh, I mean, it's great. I actually really like that question. Awesome.
0: So leadership and uh, uh, being on time, you're working on every day. You're you're trending up and to the right. Good things. The next favorite question of ours is, what's in your back pocket? This is something that when pressure becomes stress and anxiety is rising, you reach into your back pocket to overcome these situations.
2: Okay. So I thought about this a lot in the hour that I opened your guys' little notes (laughs) because I suck at being prepared. Um, And I had two answers. And my first one was um my determination and like my willpower because i'm very determined i'm very bound and determined and i'm going to use my example of becoming a pro naturally because everyone was like you that you can't become a pro athlete in bodybuilding natural you have to take steroids for sure i was like no I'm fucking determined to do this. If I have to be in the gym three hours a day, I'm going to fucking be in the gym three hours a day and I'm going to build the muscle I need to win and do what I need to do to become a pro. So I'm very determined. And if somebody tells me that I can't be done, I'm going to really try hard to prove you wrong. Um, and the other one is absolute failure. So I'm I believe everyone has to fail. You have to fail a lot. And I'm afraid of absolute failure. And what I mean by that is when you fail, you learn the lessons. And so little failures are necessary to success. And so learning the lessons that the failures teach you are important. But in my mind, absolute failure is never learning the lesson and just letting mm. it just be what it is. Mm. And so my fear of absolute failure and having the pressure to not be a failure in what my you know determination and what my definition of success is, that is what I think is my back pocket right? Yes. Okay. That's what's in your back pocket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what's in my back pocket. Constant fear of absolute failure. Failure is good. It teaches you lessons, but I will never be an absolute failure. I'll keep working until I am successful. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: That Mm -hmm. is
1: amazing. Wait, what was the first thing that you talked about? Determination. Determination. Oh. And willpower? Yes. Um, God, I had a really good question about that. Um, when was like a time that you really learned that, like from a, a a decent or a good failure, like, damn like looking back on it now, you're like, Thank God I failed like that But in the time you're like, Why the hell is this happening to me?
2: Well, a lot of the time it was with relationships. And I hate mm. saying that, but there was a lot of relationships where I was like, Why is this ending when it's something I wanted? Mm. And then it made me grow. And if I had stayed in that posi- in that place of being that person, I would never have become who I am again mm-hmm. I would have never had the experiences and the things that I did had I not had that happen to me I guess is my best example I love that. I hate that it's relationships because it's super lame, but yeah
0: no I, it's I mean it's the truth it's happening yeah. to me right now so it's
1: it's a uh, it's real for yeah. sure mm-hmm. no it's it's happened it's happened to everybody everyone's yeah. like oh yeah we've all had like we've all been in just those bad relationships but you never realize how bad they are until you get out of them you're like oh wow this is much better
2: yep and now you're thriving and all the yeah. things that you thought you could never do with that person, you know, holding yeah. you back. You didn't know they were holding you back. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I,
1: always, I always call it like the set the world on fire mentality. Like you get out of a relationship and there's yes. like these certain things that you just like don't aren't re- required of you anymore. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I can fill this time with like pretty much anything. Yeah. And you're wanting to do it just to like fulfill yourself. Yep. ah, oh, freaking love it. Mm-hmm. But we, uh, you know, we've been peppering you with questions. I all love all it. podcasts. And yeah. we, I mean... We've done a good job. Like this has been, this has been fun. Yeah. <laughs> and before I ask you to get or before I ask you, if you have any questions for us, Ty, do you have any questions?
3: Yeah, I'm curious. So you have quite a few followers on Instagram, ninety five
1: point seven thousand. If you're wondering, it's like ninety six. Ninety six. So. Oh, so she's like, growing. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, Three. Up to the right. hun- yeah.
3: Okay. That's pretty good. Right on. Um, and they didn't super touch on it, but when did you start taking? that seriously because I, you know, you don't really stumble into almost a hundred thousand followers. So it was probably a process, but at what point where you're like, Oh, this is a part of who you are and your brand and your business.
2: Um, I actually, it happened really, really fast actually. Um, and I haven't grown like there was a moment where like a phase where it grew really, really quickly. And I don't think I ever really took it as seriously as I should have, especially in that moment of growth. Um, but, and now I totally don't know why, but I forgot your question.
3: (laughs) Like, when did you start taking it seriously to where it was like a thing? So
2: once we really started focusing on Ocon, that's when I was like, okay, we need to focus on growth and not so much so I can be like, Oh, I have a hundred thousand followers or I have 200,000 followers, but more so we can reach more people and help more people. So Mm -hmm. that's when I really started to be like, okay, we got to figure out how we can get to as many people as we possibly can. Yeah.
3: follow-up question. We had uh, an influencer by the name of Gabby Thomas. She's a model and an actress and she has several Instagram followers Mm -hmm. herself. Uh, And she talked about some weird DMs that she got or just like creepy things that happened to her. Do you have any great stories? Because I find this world extremely interesting.
2: Oh, man. You guys haven't been following me that long, but I'm the person who will put people on blast. Yeah. Yeah. Doing (laughs) it. Especially the dick pics. But that's actually calmed down a lot. Because back back, like two years ago, dick pics all day long, every day. Yeah, and people didn't believe... They would just be their dicks. Like, honestly, I'm not kidding. Like no, I, no, not even like a caption? No, not not a lot of the time. No, it was just their dick. And like, or, or hey baby. And then like the, what is the emoji with water? Like that thing. Yeah. Oh, but no. like, and people didn't believe me when I was like, yeah, I get dick pics. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just share them. And you guys, the males that would be like, you don't get them. I'm like, yeah, well. Now you get the dick pics too. Everyone can see them. Oh, but, no. Mean,
1: you like stored your dick Always. Di- no. That's <laughs> so awesome. Especially
2: on Snapchat. Because Snapchat's where the dick pics are at, really. Mm-hmm. really. I don't know if you guys use that. But back in the day, Snapchat was That's like I was dick pics. why was Yeah. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would get a lot of them. Like a lot. Yeah. Um, but then I, I got to tell you. you guys want to hear this nasty story? I posted it the other day. Gosh. It was really insane.
1: Yeah. Let's do and it. And
2: I was really like, I thought it was a joke. But this person was dead ass serious. So. So I'm going to make it quick. This dude was like, I'll give you a $100,000 if you put your competition high heels on. I'm not fucking kidding you. And crush baby kittens.
3: Baby. <laughs> it's the feet thing again. It's the
2: feet. He thing. wanted me to crush baby kittens. And I was like, Haha, OK, you're fucking funny. It's not funny, but that's disgusting. And he's like, I was like, not a fucking chance. He's like, OK, OK, OK. I'll give you right now. I'll transfer you. He was not kidding. $5,000 right now. I'll give you the rest if you just do baby mice instead. (gasps) He just wanted me to crush like living babies, like little like animals. And I was like, this is fucking insane. And that's when I was like, okay, Instagram is fucking. People are nuts. People are fucking insane. Insane. I've I've had worse. Like I've had other DMs that are more of just like, you know, dicks and like. I want to fuck you and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. that was probably the one where I was like, man, people, the Insane. things people think about, I would never think of that. Sure. So yeah, he wanted me to crush baby kittens. And I was like, $10,000 is a lot of money. But no, I would never do that. <laughs> 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 I, would never, I would never do that.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Dude. Yeah. That's, baby what, kittens. Baby kittens. Yeah. And I wow. didn't love animals. So yeah, that was no naturally yeah. going to happen. That's so.
2: Wow. Blocked. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs>
0: Reported. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Jeez. That's, so do okay. you ever like, res- what would you okay. respond with? You're just like, yeah, I'm not. I do used that to
2: respond to people and be like, I would just be like, are you fucking serious? Like, are you actually like I would sometimes just be interested in like what their thought process was. I yeah. think a lot of the time they don't expect a response or anyone to say anything back. Um, with that guy, cause it was like in the beginning of Instagram, I responded cause I thought he was joking. I thought maybe it was like someone playing a joke on me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but now as I, as I continue to learn that people are just fucking crazy on Instagram, I do ask sometimes like, why do you think that women want to see your fucking dick? Like this is unsolicited. I don't want to see it, but really the, why are you sending it? And they'll be like, I don't know. That was always the answer. I don't know. I thought maybe you'd like it. I was like, has it worked before? Did you ever have a relationship from someone you sent your dick to? No? Okay, well, maybe you should try a different approach,
1: for sure. Yeah. Get. Yeah. Now, get. Damn. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That's insane. Yeah. It goes back to the feet thing, though, Ty. Yeah. How nuts is that?
3: Yeah, Gabby, I don't know how much money she had, got offered, but somebody wanted her to crumple, way less, like, violent, but crumple a water bottle and... In- between her toes and, and send it to ASMR. Dude. Yeah,
2: the feet people are I think the the weirdest yeah. so far in my experience. It's ridiculous. But yeah, heels and crush animals, so Oh
3: wow.
0: Uh, we gotta trap the puck on this, dude. Let's um You Tra- don't wanna keep I can't you I, don't... Got, I got nothing less to say.
1: <laughs> I'm scared. Alright. Frightened. <laughs> Andrew, final thoughts. Let's close this uh, DM segment. What do you think about this, man? Um, monologue. I, yeah. You got one minute.
0: If we if I receive these, I will be f- sweating. I will be uh, <laughs> I I might go into tears at some point. I will
3: go into shock. I will be white faced. Don't send Andrew your dick pics. Yeah. Do not. Do Unless not. you want
2: everyone else to see it, then go ahead. Yeah. Ooh. Ew.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which, I don't think he's going to do. It. You make it look like you're kind of like, "Well, maybe I do want everyone to see my dick."
1: Oh, Andrew, you should just send one right back, dude. Yeah.
2: Oh, I did Let's that. Engage. Oh, I forgot. You did? So, I I have I have pictures of, you know, boyfriends send my boyfriend sends his dick. So I would send it back. To, I would send that to them and be like, oh, cool. I got one, too for you. And that would make them very angry. Like, very, very mad. Like, angry. Like, why the fuck would you send them? Like, well, I was just returning the favor. You sent me yours, so I wanted to send you mine. Hmm. Not really mine. I don't have one, but, you know, the one that technically is mine. That's
1: yeah. genius. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's good. Right on. Oof. Okay, so anyways, do you have any questions for us?
2: Um, so you guys... You, when I asked you the question about the original, um, I forgot that what is it called now? Your a- original average, average quality, yeah, average mm-hmm. quality. Um, you said that a lot of the time people ask you about your podcast and you talk a lot about it. I don't know a lot about the history behind the back pocket. Mm. So, and I don't know if we can talk about that because I'm sure maybe you talk about this a lot on the podcast.
0: From time to time. Oh, yeah. shit. So
2: maybe it's not a good question
0: for us. No, this. it's a good question. Because all, all of the new listeners that coming from you yeah. don't know us. So yeah, you brought true. in a ton of listeners, Angie. So, Did I? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. You brought in a ton of listeners. You're crushing it. And they don't know who we are. So this is I a great really question. I really
2: love the praise that you guys give on the show. So if <laughs> you want me back, that's
1: totally <laughs> what right we want come back. Right on. We want another round. There we yes. go. Yes. Um, uh, where should we start from? Well... Let's start in uh, February of 2017 when we first started. It was Andrew and I not knowing what the hell we were doing. um, Approaching everything with just like, okay, we want to start a podcast. Our original idea was a political podcast. It was hot political season. Okay. Our moms were like, please do do not do that. We came in right away and we're like, okay, uh, we're average dudes. Not so like, to let's interrupt. Just, yeah.
2: How did you guys, how are you guys friends oh, or mm-hmm. know
1: each other? We met at St. Thomas. Okay. We both went to the University of St. Thomas, played football together. I'm an engineer. Andrew's a business major. Cool. We met playing uh, playing football together pretty much. And then, um, but yeah, we just kind of attacked everything. We're like, all right, we're average guys. Like, let's just start talking about that, like average mm-hmm. quality. And then Andrew came up with Back Pocket, which is this thing where it's like it's tucked away safe whenever you need it. And that evolved into, you know, we're getting people on this podcast. So it was, you know, our friends at first. Then it became professors. Then the president of St. Thomas was like our big one right after six episodes. And then we kept it going in the summer, trying to get all these different people. And then now it's built into this thing where, you know, we tag ourselves as the top local influencer podcast. But what is that? An influencer is not the, you know, I take photos with in my bikini and it's this and it's that and it's sold it's not it's not angie guys come on <laughs> angie's not an influencer. but we want to redefine it we want to redefine yeah. to like what is actually angie like we want to know what you're really doing what your influence is and mm-hmm. it's like your mom's an influencer, your doctor all these different people in your life are influencers we want to interview those kind of people so from that we people listen to your story and they take these little bits and pieces that you really liked You put that in your back pocket and use it in your own life. Mm -hmm. But everything's an average relatable thing because Andrew and I are right in the weeds with you trying to figure out how to pitch this podcast in less than a minute. And I think I'm like at a two minute mark right
0: now. You you did a good job. Did I miss anything? We've released 200 of these and we're focused on dominating the sandbox, which is the Twin Cities and getting as many people on in the Twin Cities that are doing really cool things that I want to talk about. The cool things that they're doing, yeah, and it's been awesome because we've really focused in this past February and we released three podcasts a week uh, two with interviews, and one it's just us three kind of just shooting the shit, and awesome. kind of rehashing the week. And uh, people are buying in, and people are like uh, inside the back pocket communi- community talking about what it's like to be a part of it, and that's blown me away. I'm really excited about where we can take this and how we can scale just bringing life and appreciation to
1: everyone's stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's like playing into it too, because I said something on the last week that was, I listened to it today. I was like, wow, deck nice. Good. Good thing you said that. But it was like, <laughs> if you followed, if you followed me since February and only looked at like my Instagram or my Instagram stories versus listening to everything that I've said on a podcast on like what I've said on this podcast, mm-hmm. you would have two different totally different, You'd have two different declines right in front of you, yeah. essentially. So what I really love about like and grateful for like the fact that we have this studio on the third floor of our house is we get to have undistracted conversations for an hour at a time with people we've never met, but at the same time, like, yeah, we don't know you. Yeah, you. we may see you as this ordinary person online, but dude, you're extraordinary. You have all these great things going for you and you've, you know, you've done you and you have your own story that makes you, you, yeah. which is what I love doing every single day.
2: Mm-hmm. That's incredible.
0: So thanks for asking that question. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good question. That's, I mean, that's absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm.
0: And we want to continue down the Angie train by finding someone else inside your circle that Mm -hmm. you want to have on our show. Can I say three? You can say as many people as you want want. and we'll go out and try to go get them. Oh, I'll help you. Okay.
2: Yes. So I really think you guys should interview Charles Griffin. He just competed last weekend. Have you heard of Charles Griffin? I have not. No. Uh, He's a... Pro bodybuilder in Minnesota. He was at Olympia last year. Mm. He's kind of a big fucking deal. I've known Charles for uh, basically since he started competing. He's amazing. So he's one. And so that's bodybuilding. That's one of the people I was going to suggest. I have another person who's my good girlfriend, Jill Christine. Mm. Okay. You guys know who that is? No, no, look her up. Okay, she's pretty popular. Die. look her um, up. Look her up. <laughs> she's great. No, Jill's amazing. Um, she's been my friend for a long time, too. And she's kind of actually, she knows Charles really well, too, because they worked together when she had Fierce Empire. She's gone through a lot of shit in this industry, so she's great. Um, and then the other person is not fitness related. She's my client, Sarah Edwards. She does like, oh, yeah, oh, y'all know who that is. We you know perked Sarah up Edwards. right away. Have you ever interviewed her?
1: Um, we haven't interviewed her, but we were just at an event that our buddies throw called Lincoln oh, Drink. Yeah. And she was, uh, speaking on a panel there. Sarah, yeah.
2: for sure. She's, she's my awesome. client. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, she's really busy. So like
1: very busy, very busy. Yes.
2: So I don't know if you guys would ever be able to actually get her to come. Um, but she's incredible and she's just such an amazing woman, but all three of those people, good friends of mine, amazing. And I think that they would love to to come here and talk on your guys yes. podcast
0: on all three fronts challenge accepted we're looking forward to that and
2: i'll i'll give a little bit of a, a nudge nudge, nudge yeah. like you guys need to go on there appreciate yeah. that thank yeah. you we'll
1: just send them this video too for yeah, you to do it to them, yep right? mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. said great
2: things about them too did i say enough like charles is amazing he's very muscular he's very big do you Jill think charles beautiful. will fit on the
1: couch
3: Dude, though I'm he look will at, i'm looking at pictures right now charles is big he might not fit through that door he's yeah he'll oh, have to go sideways. how, how tall is he
2: um, Charles is taller than me. I know that, so I think he's five foot 5'10". Okay. Okay. maybe. Gotcha. But I hope that that's not wrong. Charles, don't kill me. But I, I don't we only know. have
1: six foot plus guys on. Okay, typically, I think that's five really where. No five times. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. Besides Andrew, okay. usually we're in the six footer range That's uh, kind of worse.
2: Yeah, Charles is a big guy, so <laughs> there he is. Holy, Holy shit! I, and he has
1: a really
0: deep voice. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, he's got probably great for podcasting. He's with great that voice. Yeah, he's a great eyes person though. Check those let me just
2: say, Charles is at first. Yeah, he's very, very very humble. He's very 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 humble. He's such a great person. Um, yeah, that's Charles.
0: Is he at twin cities? Yeah. Okay, perfect. I'm very excited. He trains out of
2: Los Campiones, which I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Yeah. It's a bodybuilder gym for sure. Yeah. Okay.
1: Mini Ninja works out there. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. All right. Yep. Real Charles. quick.
1: What's this dude look? I mean, I, I get that he looks like this now, but what does he look like when he's ordering a Starbucks at like 8am? Does he look like this? Yeah. Oh my God, dude. I'm That's, just curious Like I just want to see This guy in like Everyday attire just He's like.
2: really really cool I mean he Obviously when he's Wearing clothes He just looks like A huge dude But he obviously You can see the muscle You
3: might yeah. have
1: to do A yeah.
2: naked
3: podcast for that
1: one Naked Ooh.
2: podcast yeah. There you go Banana hammocks Charles Yo
1: I'll flex on this dude yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You guys could all be Wearing banana hammocks And yeah. take <laughs> a fucking picture That'd be hilarious Yeah we need
1: like One of our roommates To like welcome him in And then he'll come up here Hopefully just gets to the door God that'd be and funny And I'm sitting here like this We're just Charles Howdy. How are we? <laughs> My name's Declan. How are you? Get, in, get in the saddle. We're recording. Okay. <laughs> Charles, please. I'm already sweating. Have a seat. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that's great challenges. Yeah. I mean, they're good. All definitely. those
2: people are good people.
1: Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Um, what's our next question? Any we, final questions from you guys? You guys good?
0: I'm good. We'll get to our last question here, Angie. What did you learn today from the moment that you woke up to when we're having this conversation?
2: Um. Well, I learned that... I should say yes to more of these kinds of opportunities. I'm not going to lie. I've been asked to do a lot of like these kinds of podcasts. Not necessarily yours. Your guys' is it's very unique. Um, And that's why like I really Really stand behind this I'm for sure gonna actually Pay attention to what you guys do Um, But I learned that it's good To meet I mean I'm I'm not antisocial but I'm kind of Antisocial and this kind of made me Be like okay I can meet people That are complete strangers and actually Really like them I don't like a lot of people if you Know anyone in my life that like Angie doesn't like Anybody (laughs) and I actually really liked you guys a Lot so I learned to be a little Bit more open with people I don't Really know
1: I love that but at the same time, just be aware, like, we are, you know, we're good guys, you know? Yeah. There are a lot of strangers out there that are, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm not, right like, completely, totally trusting. Yeah. I still don't like a
2: Crime Junkie, you guys. Yep. I know. Okay. Okay. I'm... I just
1: want to, I don't want to <laughs> oversell the fact that, like, we're pretty good dudes like yeah. you know and
2: then I go on a podcast and they're like oh shit Angie's on Crime Junkie next
3: after yeah, that yeah. podcast right yeah. no yeah we don't want that to happen <laughs> no. I,
1: I'm just pointing out the fact that like three you know scrawny white dudes like I get that we're nice but we don't represent all of the white <laughs> but scrawny you guys, guys. Yeah. oh it I cut a sick in this whole time yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
2: I mean you beat like them up <laughs> dude
1: yep hell yeah I love that though thank you for coming on thanks for honestly, having me honestly that was great
2: yeah it was amazing
1: that's a wrap Whoa.
3: She could, everyone is right in front of her She could never pay Someone else to say but What she's trying to get across to you
2: She's a star a Gazer You can see the look in her eye She's a dream
3: a Chaser She's made up her mind Made up watch her mind Just watching now.
2: Everything
1: she says, I'm going to have to try and catch her now before.